Welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled, Gifted for God's Glory. Now, God has given us spiritual gifts to build the body of Christ and to ultimately bring him glory. The Holy Spirit fuels these gifts to allow them to uniquely impact the lives of others. So I'm going to read a few scriptures here to help support this. So 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 6, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. And then 1 Corinthians 14, 12, even so you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. So the gifts that we have, we should always make sure we are reminded why we have these gifts. It's not to point back to us, it's to point back to God, to build the, the body of Christ. So I'm going to read a little bit more here in Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministry, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activity, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same spirit, and to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So as you heard multiple times is that this is by the same spirit. This is why I mentioned earlier that these gifts are fueled by the spirit and we should not be trying to use them in our own strength, but we should be led by the spirit so that there is power and um, effectiveness when we are using these gifts. Otherwise, it'll, it'll be a struggle trying to do it You know, because gifts, when we have spiritual gifts, it's really something that flows easily. And that's why we want to use the gifts and be fueled by the spirit so that it flows easily. It's not something that feels difficult to do. Okay, so I'm going to read another scripture here. Romans 12, 6 through 8. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. So I'm just going to um, break down some of the gifts here. So with the gift of administration, if a person um, has the gift of administration, we might notice their ability to 
uh, successfully complete God-given goals and they have skills with planning, organization, supervision, and they might be behind the scenes really helping the body of Christ because when we look at it, it's the body of Christ. So they're helping to build um, ways to run a certain, uh, how can I put it, like program or process in churches sometimes, or sometimes they might even just be organizing um, other ministries and uh, helping with missionary outreaches. So that gift can be used in so many different ways. And a lot of times we don't see that gift being used because it is behind the scenes. And so they, a lot of times help support the pastors and the leaders because of the skill to organize well and to plan. Okay, so then we also have um, the apostle. And this is kind of like pioneering. This gift is when a person is like sent to new places to share the gospel. They might even help start churches and ministries, offer spiritual advice and spiritual matters. So this gift, being that it is listed, it is something that is currently being used. I know there are different teachings out there, but it's the gift. Um, sometimes we focus so much on the title that we forget the gift behind it. It's talking about individuals who are sent with a message and they are gifted in helping to prepare churches so that they can grow, so that they can um, be planted in different areas. So I, what I've noticed is that a lot of people are operating in this um, apostolic gift, but they're not necessarily calling themselves apostles. They're just doing it. So whether or not they receive the name as one or not, the gift is still being utilized. Okay, so the next one is discernment. This is when a person um, has the gift to use wisdom um, and truth. They, they're able to recognize wisdom um, and they're able to discern if someone is telling the truth and not telling the truth. So they're very um, discerning to when they hear something, whether or not it's from God, if it's coming from an evil force, they're very discerning with that. Now, the reason why I mentioned earlier, it's very important for all of these gifts to be fueled by the Holy Spirit is because we, because we have a flesh, no one is a hundred percent with the use of these gifts. So this is why, you know, a person can be using these gifts, but then sometimes be an error in some of the stuff that they do. So we always want to be um, led by the Holy Spirit. The next one is an evangelism. This is the ability to successfully communicate the message of the gospel, especially to non-believers. So uh, these individuals are very bold and confident with sharing their faith. They have no difficulty approaching people, especially people they do not know. And they can easily share the gospel in ways that it's received. Um, a lot of people who have this gift, they do travel to different places to evangelize. And then we have exhortation, which is also the gift of encouragement. These individuals, um, they 
they know how to really give comfort and encouraging words to individuals and help them move forward in the things of God. They might know exactly what to say to help connect the person to purpose. So they're very encouraging with what they say and when they say it. One of the things that I might add with the gift of encouragement, there are some people who are in leadership roles, like as pastors of churches, they have the gift of encouragement, but they might not have the gift of teaching or shepherding. And so what happens is that when they're not gifted in teaching, you might hear messages that are uh, heavily encouraging, which, I mean, it's great to be encouraged, but if the messages are mainly encouragement and there's no correction, then you're going to have, um, you're going to create a lot of babes in Christ at at that particular uh, place of worship, because in order to effectively grow, we have to hear the gospel and the word of God preach in, in its entirety in a way that's applicable. So a lot of that in, involves um, correction and uh, talking about repentance and renewing the mind. If we only focus on teaching things that are just going to make a person feel good, then there might not be any responsibility on a person to repent and, and, and truly surrender their lives to, to God. So we, it's just something to be mindful of. So if you notice that there are ministries that are focused on that, we might wonder, is this person gifted in encouragement and not wisdom or uh, discernment or teaching, um, causing them to not um, have a balanced way of feeding the flock? Okay, so here's um, the next one. We have faith. Now, People with faith, we've probably met them. They're the individuals who uh, nothing really uh, scares them. Like they can travel to places and and minister to places that might be even dangerous. And they have faith to go. They might even say it is well when they're going through many trials that they're encouraging you by saying it is well. Um, despite them going through so many different things. It's like their faith is what is truly fueling them every single day. And, And it's something that God wants us to do, you know, on a regular as well. Like he wants all of us to be at a place of, uh, operating in faith, but people gifted in it, they actually operate in other gifts because they're believing and trusting the Holy Spirit to empower them to do certain things. Okay, so we also have the gift of giving. So these are the individuals who um, are very generous. They love to give, you you don't have to ask them twice to give. They're preparing to be a blessing to other people. And a lot of people who are gifted in giving, they always receive because of the fact that it's like a principle that's being operated. And as they're giving, a lot of times things come back to them and they're not even asking for it, but they love to be a blessing. And it's something that God wants us to be as well. He wants us all to be at a place of giving, but there are people who do it on a level that is truly, um, it really reminds people of the love of God, the fact that they might give people 
you know, a lot of money or a lot of uh, belongings and the, the person never even asked for it. And some people do that on a regular basis. And so, um, so it's, it's, it's beautiful just to see how all of these gifts are being operated. And then so a person might have a gift of healing. And this is when you have the capacity to, you know, pray for someone. And by the same spirit, like the scripture says, the person gets healed. And so these individuals tend to have a, an anointing on them to lay hands on an individual. And through prayer in the Holy Spirit, um, there's healing that takes place. Um, we also have the, the gift of helping and like hospitality. These individuals, they love to like open their homes and host and serve other people and be accommodating to individuals so that they can be at a place to um, really experience the joy of the Lord and feel comforted. So hospitality is a gift of a person being able to do that and really help you to feel warm by their presence. We also have um, the gift of knowledge. So this is when someone is able to pretty much give you information like like uh, you know they're able to uh, give you wisdom based on revelations from God and and pretty much break it down in a way where you can understand it so they might when you think about a word of knowledge it's like okay God has revealed something in the text that might not have been as um, obvious, but they're able to draw so much from the text that impacts your life. So a person with word of knowledge might have that word, and they might also be able to share something with you that encourages you. So God might tell them something. Um, about something that might be occurring, but it's encouraging that person to be mindful that, okay, this might occur, but God wants you to trust him in the process of it. So that might be a word of knowledge that you, you had a word that something is going to occur, but God wants you to encourage them to trust him in the midst of it and to cast all their cares on him. It's the word of God that you're sharing and you're just giving them encouragement based on something um, that might happen as well. But it's also based on you being able to analyze and understand scriptures and get revelation of what you what you read. Okay, so then we have like the gift of leadership. So these individuals, um, they lead very well. They um you don't really have to ask them to lead. They're ready to lead and they lead effectively. They impact others when they lead. Um, others want to be um, led by them. So there's a gift for that. So this means that these leaders are, um, if they're gifted, they they should be servants, you know, a servant leader. And so you'll see that people, they excel under their leadership the people start to um, grow themselves under their leadership. So there's a gifting under what they're doing. And that's by the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we have a gift of mercy. 
And so this is individuals who are very sensitive to the suffering of others and they have compassion and they want to encourage the other individuals and they would actually feel the same, you know, whatever that person's feeling, it's like they feel that same emotion. So they have mercy and they're very forgiving. People with the gift of mercy, they will forgive you easily. Um, they, they want to think the best of things and it's a beautiful gift. Like all of these gifts are beautiful and it's, it's all to, to build the body of Christ. We have the gift of prophecy and this is the ability to speak the message of God to others. Um, and this sometimes involves foresight or visions of what is to come. Um, but with prophecy, it should be used to offer encouragement or warning. So, you know, we have a lot of prophecy throughout scripture and a lot of warning. So, you know, you see God warning and preparing his people. And so as a prophet and people who are operating prophecy, it should be with a lot of discernment and leading of the Holy Spirit with the warning, especially when it's something that might be a little, a little challenging for someone to receive but making sure you're led by the Holy Spirit and that the, the gift is not misused because a lot of times this gift is misused and it causes, it can steer the body of Christ a different direction. So this is why it's very important to operate in discernment and be led by the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> okay, so we have the gift of serving. This is an individual who they are good at identifying tasks needed for the body of Christ and using available resources to get the job done. They enjoy serving others. They, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be able to help other people without them even having to ask. So they serve well. A lot of times they're behind the scenes and you don't even see them serving, but it's something that they, they do with without any difficulty. And then we have... Um, speaking in tongues. Uh, so this is the supernatural ability to speak in another language. And this is not a learned language. This is like a language that you supernaturally are speaking in. So like if a person says they have a prayer language, they are, they are speaking in a, another language. And, um, and that particular language can be interpreted by another person. And this is like the gift of interpretation. So the difference between like having the, um, the gift of tongues is like you have a language, you know, a particular language in tongues, but then there are people um, who can also pray in tongues to the Lord as that edifies them. And they're pretty much praying mysteries unto the Lord. So if a person doesn't know what to pray, they just pray in tongues and they prayed unto the Lord. And that is more of the personal use of tongues. Now, the one that is the prayer language, that is the language, if a person gets in front of a church, that is the language that needs to be interpreted by someone who has the gift of interpretation. Okay, so then we also have teaching. So the gift of teaching, this is the skill to teach from the Bible and communicate information effectively for the understanding and spiritual growth of others. So when a person has the the gift of teaching, there is usually a lot of application involved 
and you feel both encouraged and challenged at the same time. And if a person is gifted in teaching, there should be fruitfulness and growth. You should feel like you are gaining something from it. And this is why people who have the gift of teaching should consider teaching others, should consider leading others as well, because that people who have those roles in like shepherding and pastoring and teaching, um, they have that position to do it. And if you do, you don't want to lead someone astray with information that is not helping them to grow or helping um, that, you know, information that's not applicable or causing them to, um, you know, hear from God better. So we just want to make sure that whatever gift we're, that we have, that we're using it effectively, you know, with whatever opportunities that God has given us. Okay, so now the gift of wisdom. Now this is the gift of being able to sort through facts and data to discover what needs to be done for the church. Um, You know, the word of wisdom, when we think about it, the, it indicates that, you know, one is, you know, it's one of the speaking gifts, but with the word of wisdom, you are using discernment as you're sharing information and you might see things and you know that, okay, it's not wise to say that. You, you kind of have these individuals who have this gift, they're aware of when to say something and when not to say something and how certain things um, might cause confusion. They, they're the ones who are slow to speak. They see wisdom, they see the bigger picture. Uh, they might bring correction to leaders and say, hey, you might want to consider this. It's not wise to do this, you know, or they, you know, God might reveal something to them that uh, someone else didn't get revelation on. And um, and it's all to protect and to guide um, appropriately. So the word of wisdom is really connected with discernment because when you're operating in discernment, you're using wisdom. So there are people who have some of these other gifts that I mentioned, they might have the gift of prophecy, um, but they are not using wisdom or discernment with it. And so what happens is that God gave them a revelation, but the revelation wasn't for them to say right then, or the revelation wasn't for them to say at all. But yet, because they're not using Uh, discernment or wisdom every revelation they get they just share it so that means you're causing a lot of confusion and error with the body of Christ so individuals who have certain gifts they should be praying for wisdom and discernment so that they're not causing distraction and confusion with the body of Christ and I believe everyone should be operating with wisdom and discernment because we all need it Um, but some people who are gifted in it they are able to know when and when not to share information. And they also know how to share it in a way in which it can be received well and it can be impactful. Okay. So when we think about these spiritual gifts, God gives these, gives us these gifts so that we can impact others. And it's literally like there's an anointing on these gifts to build the body of Christ so when we hear somebody say okay you're anointed to do that to do whatever you're doing it's literally like them saying you're gifted to do what you're doing there is a gift 
on you to do it and it's and it's for assignment so a lot of times a person might be um, gifted for certain assignments you, you might see like a grace over that gift the gift is always there but there's like a different type of grace over it when there's a certain assignment that God's wanting us to complete um, you know but these gifts are irrevocable and so it's really um, something that he has given us as like okay these are yours for his glory glory and so when we think about gifts they're gifts he's given us these gifts but they're ultimately to go back to bless him and the way we bless God with our gifts is by using them to impact others which is building the body of Christ and this can happen in any situation um, you know whether we're at work whether we're meeting people um, in different places you know a lot of people indicate that they are followers of Christ or they're Christian but whatever the case is is that if they do indicate that we can use our gifts to build them no matter where they are so if they if they said that you know what I'm a follower of Christ but I um, I haven't really been following him you know or they might say that they haven't been to church and they want to get back to church and your gift of encouragement might encourage them right then or your gift of wisdom might say you know what um, what are some of, some of the things in your life do you think that are holding you back so see wisdom taps into stuff so you see how wisdom and then discernment might say okay maybe you don't want to ask that right now because this person is a little bit um hand you know um they're a little bit guarded so maybe you should reach out to them later so then that's discernment so you see how these gifts can work in a situation in which you're you're meeting somebody um and then you might meet someone who says that you know what um I have a lot going on, but I need someone to help me organize what's going on. And then they might say, hey, you know, I have the gift of administration. Well, they might not say I have the gift of administration, but they might just say, you know, I can help you in that area and volunteer to help somebody. And then the midst of helping them to help organize some things in their life, you're ministering to them. So through your gift of administration, now you're encouraging them. So all of these gifts are worked through the same spirit and they can literally bounce off of each other based on how the Holy Spirit needs them to be used. And then so many just basic interactions and situations. So I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 3. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. So this scripture is just a reminder that, okay, we have all these gifts and we use these gifts but we don't love others then God's saying it's kind of like it's nothing using these gifts are nothing if it's not fueled in love because God is love so it's like saying that you're going to use the gifts but not use them in the name of God then what are we doing if it's not bringing the glory back to him so we're gifted for God because when we impact others and build the body of Christ it's ultimately to bring him glory because when we're building the body of Christ, 
we are now coming on one accord. We're now starting to surrender together and encourage each other and fellowship with one another and um, remind people of their purposes. And this is the body of Christ building the body of Christ. And those types of things bring God glory. And so when we do it in love, it's reminding people that he is love and that he has not forgotten about them. And so we always want to make sure our motive behind even wanting to share our faith is love. Our motive behind encouraging a person is love. We never want to give a prophecy to make someone think highly of ourselves. It's always to bring it back to God to say, you know what, God loves you and he wants to remind you of this. And it's not to, you know, create a name for yourself. It is to create, it is it is to remind people of how amazing Jesus is. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for loving, un- loving us enough to equip us with spiritual gifts to give you glory. Lord, we just thank you for helping us to be reminded to use our gifts and to depend on you for the use of these gifts, Lord. I pray that you help us to be excited about using these gifts and to be discerning and to use wisdom as we use these gifts for your glory. We thank you so much for filling us with your spirit, helping us to be reminded of you in all that we do. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, you all be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God.